This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 145 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I'm joined by Terry Braun. She is the founder and president of Kiddo Kinetics, right down the road from us in Davie. Terry, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. And so a- as the name implies, Kiddo Kinetics, I-, I-, I would imagine that you are dealing with children in motion. Did I get that right? That is correct. All right. Why don't you tell, tell listeners a little bit about the business and the backstory, and then we shall proceed from there. Sure. Um, Kiddo Kinetics is a physical education program for children. Um, we do our program at schools, preschools, parks, community centers. Basically, um, schools will outsource us for physical education. So a lot of schools um, don't have the need for a PE teacher 40 hours a week and just need us for three hours on a Monday um, for the school year. So they outsource the physical education side of it. The other side is the enrichment, which typically used to be after-school enrichment, but now it can be done at various schools in the morning or when school's finished. Um, So we do the enrichment side of it. Um, So we are a program that comes to you. We introduce every sport, hockey, soccer, tennis, golf, volleyball, basketball, football, croquet, you name it. Um, We introduce the sport. Um, all in the hopes that we can get kids to be more confident. Um, I can give you a little bit of a backstory. I was born in South Africa. I, and- was, I was going to ask about the accent. Yeah, <laughs> I South was African. South African. I was born in South Africa and I was I started doing karate when I was eight years old. And um, when I was 12, I was already teaching. And I just was so drawn to kids and just had a way with kids that were, you know, that two, three, four-year-old age group and just loved um, teaching them. So my karate led me to the teaching initially. And then when I finished school, I wanted to continue to do something that would have the same benefits as karate. So the discipline, the coordination, the concentration, working on your fine and gross motor skills. So I wanted to start a business where, you know, it could be all sports and not just karate, because what went through my mind is as great as karate is for you, not every child likes to do karate. So why stick with one sport? And I think what happens is when kids are too young, they're honed in on one sport and then the burnout comes very quickly um, at a young age, which just doesn't make sense. So I met with pediatric neurologists, occupational therapists, physical therapists, and kind of picked their brain and said, what do we need? And they said, we're really missing an exercise program for kids because kids are not going to go to the gym. And back then when I started it, step aerobics was so popular and just couldn't envision kids coming back week after week and doing something like that. They needed some excitement and something innovative and creative. So I decided to put together a program where kids would get introduced to all sports with a huge emphasis on the non-competitive side. So there's no winners, no losers. You will never hear in a kinetics class on your marks, get set, go. Can you beat the person next to you? It's can you run faster than you did before? Can you throw better than you did before? So I that allows us to have kids who are really athletic and just can't get enough of 
movement and exercise, and then kids who maybe are slightly challenged and need, um, you know, a little bit extra time so they can be in the same class together because they're never going to compete against each other. So that's what led me to start Kiddo Kinetics. Um, I moved to the U.S. in 97 by myself, and um, I was teaching at a couple preschools. I was teaching karate and um, Kiddo Kinetics, but I hadn't registered the name Kiddo Kinetics. And um, in 2000, I decided to officially start um, with the name registered. And I started Kiddo Kinetics, and I was very lucky to get a newspaper article written about me and that led us to have 80 kids show up at the park. And I think from that moment, we just knew there was such a need for kids to just move. And I always use the example, like when I was younger, we played outside and we were told you're playing outside until the lights turn on, because when the lights turn on, it means it's dark outside. So kids don't do that anymore. And I think, unfortunately, what we're stuck with is having to now teach them how to play and facilitate that for them. So that's what we're there for. I know that was a long story, but. Quite all right. Quite all right. I had a couple of questions for you. Sure. Um, so you mentioned that you deal with schools and you come in um, uh, kind of as a replacement for the PE side in certain schools. Is that the primary client base that you have, or do you cater the general public how does that work for you guys? Both. So our okay. clients are the schools that pay us for physical education, parents who sign their kids up for enrichment, and then also being at a local park or community center allows us to open the program up to the public. We do ages. Um, we start at 12 months. We do have in specifically in this location, we do start with six months, but our program is typically one to 10 years old. So we do parent-child classes, which are at community centers. Um, we do, again, in the afternoons, like 4.15 to 5, that kind of time frame at a, at a park or a community center. Any specific parks, parks that you go to? Um, Pre-COVID, before everything kind of got shut down, we were at uh, Western Regional Park, Central Park, um, a ton of parks in Miami, Miami Lakes, um, so, so we have been at, at parks and we are, um, you know, opening up to the, to the public again. It's kind of taken a while to get those parks going again, um, just because we're so swamped with just trying to fit in all the schools that need the service. Um, when the pandemic hit, um, we pivoted totally because every school was closed and parents were stuck. And we came up with our kiddo local program where we bring the fun to your neighborhood. And till this day, we still have people putting their own groups together. So people would put together their own pods and we'll get a call. You know, we've got 15 kids. There's no school. Can you come and do a camp for us and run a program in our backyard or on our field in our development? So, um, I always tell people, imagine any place you could imagine a bounce house or a clown painting someone's face. We can be there. Corporate picnics. We can come there and do all the entertainment for the kids. And what's nice is that uh, one of our philosophies, if there are 20 kids, there are 20 volleyballs. The kids are always moving all the time. There's never a moment where 19 kids are sitting and one child is standing up and participating. Okay. I was going to ask, um, do you do one-on-one -on -one with kids or is it mostly group settings? 
it's mostly group. We do one-on-one -on -one by request. We get those often. Um, it's nice to be, it's nice for the social aspect to be with other kids. Sure. It's so important for brain development that kids bump into each other. You know, they feel that sense of um, just being with other kids and, you know, just being isolated so much has not allowed for that to happen. And that is all part of brain development. You know, we always, um, I always tell people that rough play done properly is actually great for stimulating your brain, but we need to do that. We need to fall and we need to bump into things. And so it's, I would encourage somebody to do something more in a group than solo, but sometimes you get a child who's more intimidated and we can work with them. Do you have kids of your own? I do. I have three kids. Um, they were all born doing kiddo kinetics. Um, I have three. They are um, 16. So she's a junior at Cypress Bay. And then I have two boys that are 20 and 21 and they're both at UF, a, a sophomore and a senior. You said they're both at UF? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm a graduate of UF myself. So go Gators. So yeah, you, you definitely will support that. Um, they were, um, you know, I started my baby kinetics program when my daughter was born my 16 years ago, but my boys were doing the program um, right from the beginning. They have helped me teach all three of them. Um, they've coached, they've, they really are um, a part of the program. Something my kids did um, at Cypress Bay is they started a club called CAPE, Kiddo Kinetics Adapted Physical Education, and Love they it. do programs for special needs. So we don't usually do anything with high school kids or middle school. We really go up to elementary. So they, um, they started this program where on the fourth period each week, uh, most kids have privilege or study hall. They bring the kids out and they do activities with the kids. And just the impact they make. I try and tell them all the time. I think you don't comprehend the impact you're making on these kids, but it's phenomenal. They're coming there and, you know, bringing badminton and tennis and things that these kids don't have an opportunity. And I know from just some feedback, the parents are so grateful for that. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, you're doing something right when you have that, when, when your kids are starting to have that effect on, on other people. So absolutely sitting here today, looking back, through your journey, is there something that comes to mind, a uh, life hardship, a challenge, something that you struggled with um, mightily along, along your journey that sitting here today, looking back on that experience, you could say that you're grateful or better off for having gone through that? Absolutely. My entire journey. Uh, <laughs> when I started Kiddo Kinetics, um, you know, I, I was married and you know I, I got married in 99. So I moved here in 97. And uh, when I decided to register Kiddo Kinetics and I remember writing my first check, which I had to borrow, you know, just I didn't have any money to start my business. It was $800. So I started Kiddo Kinetics on $800. And um, that's all I had. And I, that was to cover the insurance. And um, for 20 years, I really struggled to build this business because you know, that age old saying, it takes money to make money. So mm -hmm. if you have nothing, I kind of went crawling at a, at a very, at a snail pace. And um, I don't regret it at all because it allowed me to do a couple things. It allowed me to be there for my kids when they were growing up and, 
you know, be present for everything and anything uh, because it was going slower. Although I was constantly working, I would just work at night or, you know, I, my hours were flexible. So I enjoyed that. But, you know, I think when you work so hard on something that you're so passionate about and start a business and it takes 20 years to get off the ground. And we always joke that it's a 20 year startup because I did the best that I could. In 20 years, I sold three franchises and I grew South Florida to be at 80 schools, um, including parks and community centers and different locations. So um, I recently um, got a partner, which I vowed never to do. And um, I, I partnered with what is probably the perfect partner because he's got the grow the franchise side and I'm passionate about the kids and what they do and how we make them more confident and have the best programming. And we are now up to um, 48 franchisees. Oh, wow. um, Yeah. So, and we're in approximately 140 territories. So I went from five in 2020 to now 140 territories throughout the U S we're in 25 States. Um, It's just taken off and, and really grown. And I think um, I look back at, you know, those moments of despair when I was so down and why is this not growing? And um, I get reminded by my partner all the time. It's like, it's not a job for one person. There's no way to franchise your concept and be the, the marketing support and the operation support and the, just the logistics and the programming. It's not a job for one person. So I did what I could. And um, there were definitely good moments and bad moments and moments where I was like, should I just shut this down? Is it not going anywhere? Um, And I just persevered. And I think if I could do it again, I would do it the same way, just because it keeps you grounded and so humble to, you know, appreciate where you got to. And I got to this point through a lot of blood, sweat and tears and, um, and a lot of sacrifices. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful to be here and in this position. And we're certainly not, um, we're not slowing down. So I'm hoping our goal, our, our big goal is to get a, a million kids active. So we've got a long way to go. Nice. All right. So was, that's a great story. Was there a specific turning point? Like you said, you were, that got you to the point where did you all, when you started this, did you always have it on your mind to eventually do franchising or was that something that happened along the way? And was there a specific point that you kind of got past that uh, that initial stage of where you're at that got you to where you are with the franchising? Yeah, I, I think I always wanted to to grow this and expand this. And I really did my due diligence around, you know, I only started franchising in 2006. So um, in 2005, I did my due diligence and I met with people in the franchise industry and um you know, somebody said the day that you can just leave your business and go away for two weeks, you're ready to franchise. So I don't know that it was always franchising, but having done that, that work and figuring out what I need to do, I realized I wanted to franchise rather than have a business opportunity because then people have ownership of their area and I can support them versus, you know, running all of these corporately owned. So um, I think just meeting with different people and uh, the franchise industry is very welcoming when it comes to that. So just finding out what was the right thing to do. I did have a huge hiccup um, 
at that time. So I went with a company that um, really did not um, treat people well and took people's money. And it was probably, it was a one-stop shop. So instead of going a la carte and finding the best franchise attorney or the best person to do marketing for a franchise and somebody to do my operations manual, I went with a company who was very good at selling the concept of this and they had everything under one roof. And they really took me, um, you know, I lost a lot of money that, um, you know, I didn't have at the time. So I, I had to borrow money and then go. But it allowed me to start the franchising journey. What I learned when I sold my first franchise was that it was more of a cookie cutter kind of um, process that they had done for me. So I spent a lot of money when I sold my first franchise, who is still around today, um, fixing up all those documents and making sure everything is right to move forward. Um, so that was a huge um, knock and, you know, having done that. But again, um, if I know what I, you know, I think it just puts you through that whole experience and it's not a bed of roses. And I think that's the most important thing. There were, you know, there, there were moments where I, you know, wanted to sell my franchise and people were not interested. And so um, spending that money and losing it and, you know, having to redo everything was a great lesson. But I think if you're an entrepreneur at heart, you have that fighting spirit. So you just keep going verse, you know, saying I'm done. And I don't think there was ever a moment where I said, I'm going to throw in the towel. I think I had some thoughts, but I don't think I ever would. And I would do it again the same way, just because it's, it's made me who I am. And it's made me appreciate everything that I have. Terry, I love what you're doing with Kiddo Kinetics. Uh, keep it up, keep franchising, get to that million, uh, million member mark or million student, million children mark. Uh, for anybody listening out there, that might be um, one interested in potentially franchising or two have children that are interested in, that might be interested in learning more about your program. How can we learn more? How can we find you? Maybe share your website, your contact information. How can we reach you guys? Yeah. Our, our website is the, the best place to go. www.kiddokinetics.com. Um, you can always contact us at our office at 954-385-8511. That's our head office in Davie. And um Anybody can reach out to me at Terry at kiddokinetics.com. Awesome. And we will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Terry, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNP coopercity.com that's gnp coopercity.com or call 954-231-3170